When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy New Year from our family at SENZ to yours, wherever you are around the country and around the world. This is New Year's Day with Stephen McIver on SENZ. 8.32, New Year's Day. Hope you're feeling okay. As I admitted at 8 o'clock this morning, slightly dusty, but did not see the New Year's in. We've been talking about resolutions, and I think the other resolution swinks that I want to remind myself of, and you have to call me out as well, is to continue to be positive about New Zealand athletes mm. and New Zealand sport and get rid of this tall poppy syndrome that is just so prevalent in our sports media. Yeah, especially and, those and, doing well around yeah, the world. And one one young woman that did so super well in 2020 23 was Erin Rutler for the partner Gabby Dabrowski won a major US Open in doubles and she joins me right now at the start of ASB Classic Week Happy New Year Erin Happy New Year Hey uh, look let's just start again shall we congratulations on that US Open win I know you and I spoke about a month or a couple of weeks after that win but when you come into 2024 the significance of that win does it still sit high in your mind? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, I've had a little bit more time to reflect and really, um, you know, just think about, I guess, what we achieved together. But honestly, I'm just excited for 2024 and to, we'll play the whole year together. So I'm excited to, you know, get back out there. I, I'm I'm obviously have to practice, but I'm a little sick of it now. So I'd like to play <laughs> some matches. <laughs> hey, hang on a minute. i got to call you out here, but you're not playing with this week. You're playing with Paige Harrigan. Is there a specific reason? Um, yeah, well, Gabby doesn't normally play the first week of the year. And also, you know, playing in New Zealand with another Kiwi, um, I'm really excited to, to do it. One of my main goals also is to go to the Olympics this year, and I need another Kiwi to be ranked inside the top 300. So hopefully I can, you know, help Paige out. She's a really good doubles player. I played with her a couple of years ago. And, uh, yeah, I think we're really excited to get having, together. Having won a major do people treat you differently? Um, no, you know what? No, I don't think so. I, uh, I don't think so. I think maybe in the tennis world, people respect you a little bit more when you have a little bit of success. But, you know, I think ultimately it's all the same. Thankfully, <laughs> but 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 uh, being a majors winner, still they probably look at you differently. But does it change how you go to tournaments? Uh, you know, what, what, when people see you, say, oh god, there's Aaron, you know, major winner. Do you get treated differently? And in, in a, in a shall, shall we say a more day to day instance? Um, no, you know what? No, I, I honestly no. I think I I haven't changed and I think I'm going to keep doing the things that I've been doing but no honestly no like obviously there's four majors a year and there's singles and doubles so there's a lot of major winners like walking around uh, with us so I think maybe maybe in New Zealand a little bit you know um, people are like kind of I have a lot of experience now so hopefully you know they'll ask questions if they need any advice or anything like that but 
I think on the day to day, honestly, it stayed the same, to be honest. Well, the encouraging thing is looking at your ranking. So your doubles ranking now sets your singles doubles ranking, if you know what I mean. Like your individual is eleven, but as a mm-hmm. as your team, you're number seven. So you've got a you've got a target on your back. But it, does it make it easier entering tournaments now? Uh, yeah, we can play basically wherever we want, and I think we'll be seated most of the time. So I think you know, for example, at Aussie Open in a couple of weeks, I think we're seated. I'm not sure what we're seated, but we're definitely seated, which makes it nice. Obviously, seatings don't mean. Um, everything, but it does make it nice that you're not going to you come up against the top team in the world in like the first few rounds, and uh, yeah, it does make it good. <laughs> Talk to me about the grind of being a doubles player and traveling. I mean, give people an insight to actually how tough it is. Yeah, yeah, it's been obviously it's a huge grind, and obviously um, I'm at the the peak of it right now, like the success of it, but. You know, I've been playing, I'm 28 years old. I've been playing on tour since I graduated university and when I was 22, so six years. You know, I gave up a little bit a couple years ago just because it was too much. You know, you're paying your own way, expenses. You can never really travel with a coach until you've, quote unquote, made it. Um, it's a different country every week almost, or different city for sure, but definitely a different country every month. And you're doing all that yourself, really. You don't have anyone with you or helping you when you're at the beginning. So it's just, and also on top of that, the partner situation is finding someone that you gel with on court. And a lot of the times when you're not ranked high, you have to play with, you know, there were years where I played with like 10 to 15 different partners in one year, and that's difficult in itself. So, you know, I'm happy that I'm out of that time and I can now play with who I, you know, who I want to and a a continuous partner, which is really good. What makes you and Gabby tick? Um, I think I think it's a it's a lot of little things, but I think one of the main things is I've talked about before is our communication. We um, we are really open with each other, and whatever we're feeling, we talk about it. Um, you know, we're not afraid to have those tough conversations together, which ultimately. I think makes you a better partnership. So I think that's probably the number one thing that we that we do that's a little different to everyone else. Um, I've never had a, a doubles partner that, you know, we talk about everything with, you know, all our feelings on the court, even if we think that it's like not right to be feeling something. And mm. I really like like it like that, like having it all out on the table. So I think that's probably the main reason. I, mean, I know this sounds a weird question, but when you argue it, does it get uncomfortable? <laughs> um, you know what? We don't we don't argue on the court. We're so obviously we're both emotional and we're both like under duress, really stressed trying to win. So there's some times where we'll say some stuff that we're probably like, Oh, Lino damn shouldn't have said that. But I think we ultimately know that we're, we're working towards the same goal. So we, we honestly don't fight. I would say it's more just like, you know, one of us will say something. We'll be like, Oh damn, I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. Immediately. We're going to be like, come back together. <laughs> but if we were re- for real fighting, it would be really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I suppose in many ways you travel around, you, you become like sisters, so you, you know, know each other's sort of nuance on the court as well. So, And that's really important, right? Totally, yeah. I mean, it's the person that I spend, you know, the most time with during the year, all, like all the time. You know, it's more than, you know, my partner, it's more than any of my siblings. It's I'm with her most of the time. So you definitely become really close really quickly, and it's really important that, you know, 
you're nurturing that relationship for sure. <laughs> you, you followed up with a semi-finals appearance at the end of year finals in Cancun. So momentum is, is an interesting thing because I think that was October. We're now in January. Do you feel like you can rekindle that momentum with your first tournament? Which I, Am I right in saying you'll both uh, turn up at the Aussie Open? <laughs> Yeah, 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 it is weird. Obviously, we were playing really, really well at the end of the year, but that was two months ago now. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting, I think. I think we're both really excited, excited to get going. We're both competitors. We really like playing matches rather than, you know, practicing and um, going out there and trying to solve the problem on the court. So I really think that we're just excited to begin the year. And, you know, we're still kind of a new team. We only started playing in, I think it was August. So to know that we have, like, the entire year together um, is really nice and comforting because we, we can, like, you know, we have a lot of goals we want to we wanna achieve, and it's nice to know that we have the whole year together. And, uh, yeah, we're both we're, we're playing the Aussie Open together, and so that'll be nice to have our, I guess, our second slam together, and we'll see how it goes. What's it, what's it like going to a grand slam and then seeing yourself making your way through each round and going, oh, hang on, we're getting a bit closer here, we're getting a bit closer. Does it, does the, do the nerves ramp up each time you win? Um, I think it depends on the person. For me, every time we won... I was, I honestly am more nervous, like in the the earlier rounds. And then I think probably in the finals, um, I think every time we won, I was just really happy and excited. And I was like, Oh, well, what a great tournament for us. You know, uh, I never really let myself think like, Oh, we're going to win U S mm. open. That was like only on match point that I thought really? about that. Really? Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't think about it one time. I, but I wouldn't let my brain go there. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> think about like what could be cause yeah, I guess that's just how I deal with, you know, the nerves and the excitement and stuff like that. But I never, I was just totally focused on, like, what I had to do, what I had to do to, like, win matches. I wasn't really thinking about actually, like, winning it. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you're the classic don't get, don't get ahead of yourself type of gal. Yeah, no. I mean, I think that the only thing that can do to any athlete is hurt you. I don't see any positives in it. But I guess maybe some people look like I don't look at the draw. I don't look at who I'm going to play further on. Wow. I'm like, what? What am I doing right now, and who am I going to play? And then I'll look after. Wow, that's that's the classic living in the moment. Because I would have thought, you know, you would be planning things out. But and, and in saying that, do you both travel alone without a coach? No, no, we travel with our, well, most of the time we're with our coaches. Right. Um, so we have, the guy has two, and normally one of them can come, and then she has one that can come as well. Um, and so we have both of our coaches at, like, big tournaments, like Grand Slams, and then during the year we have um, one, I guess, one of either of ours. <laughs> but winning a Grand Slam, does it make it easier to find sponsors? Because it's such an expensive exercise to, to travel, have a coach, you know, all those things. Yeah, um, definitely changed a little bit, I think. Um, yeah, I guess the honest answer is I'm still working on it, you know. I, uh, I you know, hope that I hope that it's um, people, you know, know who I am here in New Zealand now because tennis isn't that big and my goal is to make it um, popular. You know, I, I want, you know, little girls watching on the TV and being like, oh, I can do that too. So hopefully that, that has helped um, and to make, to grow tennis even more in the country, which is ultimately my goal. Well, it's opening day today. I don't see you in the doubles matches, any of the doubles matches. So are we going to see you day two on stadium? 
I think so. I, I, we play either Tuesday or Wednesday. Not sure yet, but um, yeah, definitely going to be there and really excited for it. Well, I think we're all excited to see uh, you you back in New Zealand as as a major champion and and no pressure uh, and and <laughs> and just you know lighting up stadium courts. So, Erin, thanks so much for giving us your time again. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Aaron Rutliff live here on SENZ this morning. Majors champion with Gabby Dabrowski. Not playing with Gabby, as you heard. She doesn't play the first week of any year. So it's it'll be Aaron and Paige Hurrigan. So they'll probably play Tuesday or Wednesday on Stadium Court. Of course, the, uh, Nicholas Lamprin will put a New Zealand major champion on Stadium Court. Stadium being, of course, the centre court at ASB Classic. So uh, be mindful of that. I can actually tell you what is happening today and the opening day of the Classic. So uh, the state, it's a twilight session, so the games that are on the telly today as well are all the Stadium Court games. So we start with the first run of the women's singles, and uh, it opens up at 1pm this afternoon with uh, the young New Zealander who won the wild card plus so earned the wild card that's Monique Barry against Alina Avignasen and then the second matchup is Emma Navarro against a youngster two, she's 18 Linda Fervatova who made the round of 16 at the Australian Open last year one of the youngest along with Coco Goff the defending champion to do so at the Australian Open in 2023 game three match three should I say I always have this thing you know when people say oh, it's a game no it's a match it is a match in tennis that is consisting of games. Game, set, match. match. Thank you. Amanda Anasmova, she is up against Anastasia Pavlochenkova and, and match three. And then the final match of the day, have I got them all? I've missed one, haven't I? Yeah, sorry. Match three was Marie Buskova against Magdalena Frech. Match four is Amanda Anasmova against Anastasia Pavlochenkova. And the women's double match. Uh, which is the final match on Stadium Court, which uh, yours truly is uh, commentating this year, doubles. Uh, Bibian Schoofs and Kimberly Zimmerman against Samantha Murray, Sharon against and Sabrina Santamaria. So those are the Stadium Court matches. If you want to go around the rest of the place, I can tell you that on Grandstand, uh, women's singles at midday, Jacqueline Christian against Wang Ji-Yu. Uh, match two on Grandstand, Sasha Vickery against uh, Lesia Tsurenko. Match three, Diane Parry, Emma Betkas. Match four on Grandstand, Wang Jingyu against uh, Ulya Putitsneva. And there is a women's double. There are two doubles matches out on court one today. Those both start, well, one starts at midday, followed by. So uh, the doubles match on court one at midday, Destiny Aiva and Olivia Chandramulia against Jessica Ponche and Anna Siskova. And the second match is Wang Jingyu and Juan Huey against Anna Blinkova and Vavra so that's the day, day one of the ASB Classic. Uh, get amongst it. It's a great event to go to. Enjoy it. And uh, we'll come back with more on this New Year's Day right here on SENZ.